0: the Blueberry Store. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show, the Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. and uh, This morning it's not the Blueberry Chicks, it's the Blueberry Chick. That's and, right. Yeah. Good morning, Shelly.
1: Good morning. Mm. What yeah. a great morning it is too.
0: Shelly Hartman with two N's there here in the studio. Right. So, Well, I guess uh, you know. last week we talked about that we're kind of really in the wind down as far as the blueberries coming off the bush. Um, and so I, I'm assuming that's all still true. You said we're about 50% there now. I'm assuming that number maybe what 25, 30%. Well,
1: we've hit our peak, I'd say right. for sure. And um, most of the varieties have been picked a couple of times, and we're we're on the down, downward spiral. I think the crop has been great. You know, good, manageable. Size could have been a little bit better, but we have to deal with what we're given. Right. So Now, nice now is that, that something that
0: you, I mean, you pretty much always say, we could have had a little bit more? Or is there years where you say, wow, we just had way too many and I wish we it, would have it's less? It's been a
1: few years since we were able to say that. You okay. know, we've had this year, I will say that I was thrown off a little bit by the appearance of the crop. Uh, thought it looked great. The bloom was beautiful. And we didn't have any like spring frost weather events and got adequate, you know, water, rain, but just fell apart a little bit more than I had probably expected it would. It doesn't mean that it was bad, right. it was so just. It, it looked different. great, it
0: just wasn't as full as that.
1: Yeah, the size makes a difference, you know, if you have a small blueberry. And you can get it to size up. That one blueberry could turn into the size of three, Right. you know. So the count was there. The blueberries were there. But if they don't size, then...
0: So so bigger is always better?
1: In some cases. In some cases, okay. It just depends on what you're using them for, what (laughs) application you're using them for. You know, because... The ingredient users, they like the smaller size. They like the visual of instead of biting into, say, a muffin and seeing three blueberries in there. Right. With the smaller ones, you could see six or nine. Right. So, I mean, it just all depends on what you're going for.
0: Okay. So, it wasn't, I mean, it was good, but not Quite as good as that could have been, and that
1: I thought it was going to be. That you thought
0: it was going to be. Well, and don't we I always? Think a
1: lot of people yeah, felt that way. Don't we always though?
0: build it up a little bit in our minds Say, man, I'm going to do this job, and I've got this much coming to me, and it always just seems to be a little bit less than you expected, right? It typically,
1: yeah. Well, in life maybe. in general, in life in general. <laughs> but you know, I mean, one of the things that we looked at, and and everybody will be. It's not just you know an agricultural thing. It's everybody who's going to be looking at the increased cost of their day-to-day living expenses. And, you know, we felt that impact in the inputs that we had to produce the crop. So it would have been nice to have a little bit higher yields per acre to help offset that. Because if I'm going to have an application on one acre, the more pounds I have to spread across that cost of that acre, the better my return is going to be. So, basic
0: uh, basic uh, economics 101 right, right there.
1: yeah that's mm-hmm. right so um but I, I all in all the quality was good the flavor was good we had a great um, i'm not speaking just for myself as the industry here in southwest michigan the u picks were busy the farmers markets were busy the blueberry central last weekend um, for the blueberry fest the tents were busy people were selling a lot of blueberries have been sold this season to consumers that are going to be eating them now and putting them in their freezer to eat them later. Sure, It was great, though. I mean, um, a little bit about the festival. I thought it was a great turnout. I thought that the board and all the volunteers did a fantastic job of organizing and working and. It's no easy task to pull it together. Right. Plus, after all of the years uh, that we hadn't had a full festival, I thought they did a fantastic sure. job. Yeah,
0: speaking of that, uh, on Thursday, uh, I was pulling into the office over at uh, the old Canoni building, and uh, as I, which is where the uh, Blueberry Festival office is, and as I was pulling in, uh, Jeff Weber was walking towards his car, and I and I kind of stopped with the window down. Hey, how's it going? Everything going well? And he had this look of, of I don't know where I am, <laughs> what I'm doing. Uh, and he just kind of looked at me, and I, and he's like, uh... And I'm like, oh, oh, today's the first day, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, so it was, he was doing, I don't know, he was putting stuff in his car, and it was probably 5 o'clock or so, so that was probably just a few hours before uh, Nate went on.
1: Yes, oh, and what a concert that was. He really brought it, you know. He brought his... Hometown spirit to celebrate, and we needed something to celebrate. I think, you know, and everything that we've been through in society and dealing with COVID and all of the outfall from that of depression, right. weight gain, just one thing after another, gas prices. Food prices, utility—everybody just like they just needed. I think to come together and have something to celebrate, which was Nate coming home and he sang his heart out, played his heart out. He did a, a drum solo, which was fantastic. His singing was great. The crowd was amazing. A lot. I think. I think it was probably a record for Thursday night.
0: Really, sounds yeah. like you like the guy.
1: I do like him. He's a. He's a. Not only I think is he a gifted artist, but he's a great person.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, those uh, when you have uh, a good personality and a a big heart and talent, hopefully that's going to go a long ways for those. Yeah. uh, And he capitalized on it. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he was. I don't know his his path to where he is, if he was just pushing forward or if he was just playing, having fun and got discovered, but he did his thing and one way or another it happened.
1: Well, that's how life works, Rob.
0: That Well, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it <laughs> well,
1: kind of is. Yeah,
0: it, it is. And, well, you know, there's so many people these days, especially kids growing up, that is, I'm going to be a star, I'm going to be a mm-hmm. YouTube star, I'm going to be this and does a, it still doesn't happen naturally? It doesn't. You just don't walk down the street and someone looks and said, "Oh, you should be a YouTube star." Right. You got to do your thing. You got to put your time in, and you got to get your butt kicked. Oh yeah. And eventually, hopefully, it'll pay off. And for most people who do just this, it don't pay off in the same way That's it's right. paid off for him. So That's right. you know, it's like becoming a professional baseball player. You look how how many millions of baseball mm-hmm. players are, and how many are there in the uh, professional baseball players in the major leagues? Mm-hmm. It's a very small number one percent of one percent might make it into the even into the uh you know the the double a or the single a into the farm teams it just doesn't happen for most ballplayers no yeah
1: I I agree I don't think it happens for most people I mean I don't think probably you were thinking you'd go down the career path that you've went down and for me I can tell you as a matter of fact I never thought for a million years I'd be a blueberry farmer yeah ever
0: yeah I certainly gotten everything I got to it was all by accident yeah well actually I a uh, guidance counselor in, co- in high school put me into the TV program, and I was just going to not, I was just wanted to finish my degree, and I was going to come back here and buy into a lawn maintenance company. and mow lawns. I was cool with that. <laughs> and uh, I had an instructor who pulled me in on one of my projects and said, I've been here for 35 years, and this is one of the top three that I've had. So that changed my entire perception mm. of doing video and production right that right then and there. So, well, you do
1: a great job. Well, That's I certainly sure. appreciate
0: you saying that. Uh,
1: uh, I but, enjoy yeah. working with you. And, uh, you know, one of the things isn't just the final pro- project that we work on together. It's from the beginning through the pro- thought processes all yeah. the way through to the end product, which, you know, here's a little commercial for Rob. He has done a fantastic job and he's always bringing ideas and thoughts to the table which is really inspirational for people that have creative minds but they're not looking at it through the right. eyes of a lens yeah. or through well the-
0: i typically have to sell an idea to people for them to want to do something we'll talk about that because okay. i have more ideas for okay. what we've been doing Woo! on the Can't blueberry wait. yes on the blueberry chicks the blueberry buzz by the blueberry store on robert's Woondog show
2: Hey y'all, the documentary that's been taken Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold out theaters and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY FM, South Haven.
0: It's the Blueberry Chicks by the Blueberry Store. We're back on Rob Bird's Moondog Show, The Blueberry Chick, with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. Chicks.
2: Chicks. Shelly
0: Hartman there on the other side of the table from me. We're having a pretty cool conversation about blueberries and a few other things here. But uh, I did want to talk about because we got on the conversation talking about video here just a minute ago and we did a whole series of 14 videos of Mm -hmm. uh, how to use blueberries in different dishes and all that stuff. And last week uh, a treat was in here and we're kind of putting our we're going to put the fire to treat and we're not even going to give her any more. Well, she's going to get input on the variations once we figure it out. But uh, we we, we invited a ton of people. We invited everybody to send us a note through yeah, the website yeah. and say, what ideas you have? And guess, we had a ton of people.
1: Oh, my gosh. Actually, we
0: had nobody. But uh, but regardless oh, of all that. Oh, maybe we did. We, I don't know. I did. Be, well, they would, the emails would come to If they went to the oh, website, yeah. they'd come to me, and I would see them. But uh, nobody uh, had any ideas. But I have an idea. And my idea is now, if anybody wants to go to moondogshow.com and send us an idea on what we could infuse blueberries into, You please do that. But my idea was now that we're kind of going into our fall season Unreal, huh?
1: Yeah, I know. So quick. Yeah.
0: Um, and we have to be thinking ahead because we can't just say to snap our fingers and videos happen. We have to plan what dishes it's gonna be. We have to shoot them probably towards the end of September, very early October. But my idea was that we should do a seasonal one. So some seasonal recipes of blueberries for Halloween. Yeah. And then uh Thanksgiving, maybe even one for Hanukkah in there. And then of course. Christmas and then you said and the New Year's so then you know so right there is a whole bunch of ideas on things how you can infuse blueberries into some of those traditional meals and snacks and all that for the holidays
1: I agree and that's why Treat isn't here so that we can so we can actually figure it out so we can (laughs) can strategize (laughs) with our listening audience to come up with these great inspirational ideas for how to use blueberries or incorporate blueberries into things that you wouldn't normally think of and there it's an easy um, ingredient to you know serve in a different types of dishes. If sure. it's sweet or savory, uh, if you want the color component, I mean, there's just so many flexibility uh, ideas that you can think about or use sure. when you're working with blueberries in yeah. whatever form. You know, because you got your you got your fresh, you have your dried, you have your. Um, Frozen, you have uh, freeze dried, I mean, you have bits, you have pieces, there's just, it goes on and on. So, tons of different opportunities to use it. And I like the idea too about incorporating in through the holiday season because remember, these are the times. That we're usually getting together with uh, friends and family, mm-hmm. people that we like to celebrate with. And what better way to celebrate, not just in conversation, but in food. Yeah, cook and together. Exactly. Cook together, come up with some recipes and... You know, like you said, it's not easy because we get inspired for the ideas and then we send it back. And I hope AJ's going to be available to jump into some of these now yeah. that she has a full-time job yeah, she's and got a, a real job.
0: I, well, I, w- I think that she was excited to do these, so I oh, think that yeah. she's going to certainly She'll be that. She'll make back.
1: time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: but, some, you know, I had a couple ideas, like when we start thinking Halloween. Yeah. I was thinking some kind of maybe a blueberry popcorn ball used with, like, the, the blueberry syrup. Yeah. You know, I think that would, you know, and you don't want to have big hunks of blueberries, I don't and we could call it a ball, blueberry, A booberry Boo- popcorn, ball. Blueberry All right, popcorn see? ball. There you go. And of course, I'm sure there's some, I don't know what are any other traditional Halloween dishes.
1: Um, well, I think it's mostly candy.
0: Mostly candy. So, all right, so we make blueberry candy, and I'm surely, uh, blueberry candy will obviously well, taste like, fantastic. you know,
1: I'm, like, thinking of the, those gloves, those plastic gloves that, um, people...
0: The proctologist put, gloves? And they
1: put, like, they're clear, and you put popcorn, but oh, where right. the fingernails are, we can use, like, dried blueberries. I couldn't get
0: her to bite on that one, ladies and I, gentlemen. No.
1: I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just went right out. Bye.
0: So, okay, so, I mean, in Thanksgiving, what could, you know, I, I kind of thought maybe there's a variation on cranberry sauce with a little blueberry mixed yeah, in there.
1: The, Yeah, yeah. Mm,
0: or a blueberry-type salad or something. How or about a stuffing? A, a stuffing. Uh, blueberry blueberry stuffing. walnut
1: stuffing, I think, hmm. would be fantastic. Okay.
0: Wouldn't even th- I would not even thought about that at all. That might be. Or for a sure. blueberry
1: bread pudding. Now, that we could save. You could even make a little extra and then bring that out for the next holiday so that there wasn't a lot of prep work required to do that. That. sure and you know right now is a good time to still get blueberries they're still available um, you can pick them up at the farmers markets some of the retailers are still selling them at the roadside stands
0: right. and you still have um, some right we
1: still have some it's not as easy to get them as it used to be because our UPIC pick is now closed for the season right. and uh, a lot of the people that are really come to our you pick our people that are from out of town by the inland lakes then they go home because you know the kids are starting school i think it's uh august yeah. 29th yeah. so well oh,
0: they're back to going before uh yeah. oh yeah labor day again mm-hmm. i i think that's the I, I, i'm gonna say i think that's stupid you know why not get your summer over with have the bat last weekend and then start school it just seems so sp- it, and it's not good for Michigan's economy, and it's really not good for Michigan's economy when Illinois goes back sorely, yeah. which I guess, that's a whole different issue. I think but. they're
1: looking at, you know, they're changing those type of things, but
0: well, they did that a long time ago, and then they put it back to school. Didn't start till after uh, labor or Labor Day. Yeah. When did it go back to school, starting before?
1: I think the schools can make their own decision, but you know, it's kind of like I don't, that not, discussion. Now, if they're
0: federally funded, they can't. I, well, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to go well, into that because I really don't know.
1: But what about you know? It opens the door for conversation like daylight savings time and it's you know some of these are head scratchers and you're just
0: you know i i I think our public school system uh, maybe not right here in south haven i'm but in a lot of other places is a bit jacked up
1: it's a little it's different you know i mean
0: i don't know different it's
1: no, well, you got to remember
0: that
1: community involvement is really the foundation for a successful school system. Sure, and not just like people volunteering in the schools. I'm talking about your school boards, and you know all of the decisions that are made along the way for the pupils that attend. And one thing to bring blueberries into that is that you know we have a great relationship with the South Haven Public School System, the Bangor Public School System, Bloomingdale Public School mm-hmm. System. That, you know, all they have to do is give us a shout, and we'll go in and do educational um, classes for, you know, grades K through 3 about how to use blueberries and give them recipes and ideas so they could take them home to their parents. Or we'll work with the cafeterias, the feeding programs, and we'll provide blueberries I think that's all
0: great stuff for the schools, for sure.
1: It is, you know, because blueberries are so good for you.
0: Good for right? you and well, Taste I mean, good,
1: good for you. Brain food.
0: When you do that, brain you berry. teach a skill. I mean, I, I think uh, one of the biggest mistakes we ever made in school was to stop doing home act, and I think all boys should take that. You should be able to feed yourself, you. Right. And they should learn that stuff too, because typically at some point we're going to be on our own.
1: Well, and grow some of your own food and and see how it. Works.
0: I want to do that so badly, but that there's certainly issues of time. Well, that's that's it. You you have
1: to be committed.
0: See, I got her to laugh. (laughs) It doesn't. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's not something that you can just you know plant a seed and forget.
0: Right, it takes, they, it takes you a lot take of time. Like, like
1: a child. If you I'm going to
0: grow anything and spend that time, it probably won't be tomatoes. All right, we have to take a break here. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back with the blueberry chicks with the <laughs> All right, well here we go. I'm going to take a deep breath and okay. I'm going to get it. We'll be back with the blueberry chicks, with <laughs> the blueberry buzz by the blueberry store on Robert's Woodstock Show.
2: Hey y'all, the documentary that's been taken Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold-out theaters and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. It's the Blueberry Chicks by the
0: Blueberry Store. We're back on Robert's Dog Show. The Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. So I guess we kind of talked about what's going on with the season, where you are and which really means it's all kind of winding down mm-hmm, at this point. It so is. the you called it the with the downward spiral, but so that has to hit at some point, and the upward has to start when you start looking towards next and next season. So That's right. what's up now? Once once we really kind of wrap up this season.
1: Well, that is a great question. A lot of things are going to start happening. Um, one thing in the packing facility, uh, we work with a cranberry grower uh, out of Wisconsin. Great guy, Nick Nakusa, and uh, I'm at, I'm going to ask him to come and be on the show, and he okay. can talk about his cranberries uh, that he grows, and he has them. They're certified organic and biodynamic, and uh, they're for the fresh market, and he brings them up to us. It's about a seven-hour trip one way. And then we'll pack them in poly bags and send them out to all different types of uh, stores, distribution centers throughout the United States.
0: Okay. So, you know, it comes to cranberries, and, and that's a whole kind of new thing we're yeah. learning about yes. here as the show goes on. What happens to the, uh, the rest of the blueberry farm?
1: Well, so once we get our, our final pick in... Of course, we'll do some uh, watering just to make sure if we haven't had adequate water. And then we'll put like a a copper spray down that kind of cleans the bush up a little bit, gives it a little bit of a healthier kind of time to shut down properly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we'll wait. Of course, just wait it out again. As we've talked about in previous shows, in the fall after the, uh, the berries produce, you're already making your buds and producing your next year's crop. So it's super important to make sure, even if you have a few bushes at home, that you're really looking at that, making sure just because the season's over don't mean the bush is done and shutting down. It means that it still needs water.
0: How how much longer until the uh, bush does, does it ever go dormant?
1: Uh, it will go dormant, you know. It'll it'll go dormant, and then when it, while it's dormant, you know, it takes so many uh, cool nights and right. cool days. So and about
0: how long after the end of the season does that I, uh, happen?
1: I would, I would probably say by the first part of October, you're really seeing that transition of the color where mm-hmm. the sugar's going into the leaves. Right. So it's really everything's starting to get you know get out of the bush itself, and then and probably the first end of November first part of December it's pretty well shut down and then you'll start some people will prune in the fall late fall and they'll start you know looking at the bush itself and the healthiness of all the canes is it going to produce next year how old is that cane does it need to come out and then the pruning process will start and it'll begin and usually you'll go through the whole depending on the weather you know because it's hard to get guys out there in three feet of snow sure, to uh, sure. prune a bush. So, you know, through the winter months into the spring, then you'll do all your pruning practices.
0: Are you able to do anything? Say there's not a lot of snow, but it's just cold? Or you just, just say, you know, pretty much between, you know, December through I don't know, February, we don't do anything in the fields.
1: No, I mean, you, You'll still do there. something if
0: you get the opportunity? They're
1: there. So the guys want to work. Uh, the farm guys... You know that's that's that what they love to do. They love to be out in the fields, and I think, you know, they have other jobs that they work on if they can't go out in the fields to prune. But some most farm guys don't like to work inside. Right. Like, look at Dennis. He don't like to work inside. He he's a farm guy. He likes to be out on the farm. So you, you'd be surprised at how dedicated they are right and what, and what
0: they're willing to endure to yeah, be outside you, of the, on the farm like,
1: kind of reminds me of the ice fishermen <laughs> Right?
0: Okay. yeah well they go out with a shanty typically yeah. and, and try to get themselves protected you're out there in the middle of that field and the wind's whipping there's not much protection other than what you're wearing
1: that's right well you know and then we work also uh why we're winding down our fresh pack and you know getting fruit still out to the local markets. There's still fruit available. Please, right. I just encourage everyone, buy local. Buy U.S. Uh, grown blueberries. Buy Michigan grown blueberries. They're still available. They're still an ample supply. We're still in our season. It's not over. won't be over till the middle of September. Yeah. So when you're making that decision to spend and invest in a great fruit, the blueberry, make sure you know where it's coming from. Sure.
0: And I I do have to ask with our the weather that we've had the last few weeks has been very to me middle of September yes. kind of weather and you know and it feels great but I, we, typically when we get in these trends that means that maybe winter might just be 3 4 weeks earlier
1: Usually it does doesn't it Yeah and and it you know the blueberries love it when it's hot and at night during the day and sunny and warm in the evenings Mm -hmm. with that type of weather what happens is that you know the sugar content just continue doesn't continue to get up there into that bricks level of the taste it doesn't get it as sweet you know so it takes a little bit more time so you know you're going to have to wait a little bit longer but i i think that all in all our season is going to be a little bit longer uh, but maybe the fall is going to come a little bit sooner.
0: It, well, it sure does feel like a Friday night football weather. Yeah. You know, high school football well, look weather, Well, the leaves it? are
1: changing. I've seen they the are. leaves changing. But,
0: it, but getting down to, you know, when I wake up in the morning with the windows all open and it's down to 63 degrees yeah. in the house, it just seems a little soon to me. It I doesn't had seem 45 like
1: we... at the farm, 45 degrees. Really? Yeah. Wow, that is cold. You know, um, speaking of records, I'm not sure if I mentioned it last last month in July though. We had it was the wettest July that we've had in six years, and and this is in Southwest Michigan, mm-hmm. Grand Junction area, and we had 12 rain events through the whole through the whole month right. of July, and eight of those we weren't able to harvest, and altogether our grand total was 4.85 inches the month of July.
0: And what is it normally?
1: I had a couple inches. If I think last year we only had like an inch. Okay. So yeah. what did that do for us? It saved us from spending a lot of additional money in diesel fuel to get the irrigation pumps going. Right. Uh, that's, a, that's a good thing. One of the other things, though, is that it put us behind picking schedules and able to get out in the field and get that uh, fruit harvested. But everything's catching up. Just need a few nice days, and you'll be caught up.
0: Right. Well, I wish I could think of my physics laws because, what is it, where everything that happens if you know, it has an equal and opposite yeah. reaction?
1: Oh, that's true. You
0: know, where, you know, if you push something this way, it affects it this way.
1: Mm-hmm. I, 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 that's how farming is.
0: Okay, well, we're uh, kind of running to our last uh, 30 seconds here, and we never oh gave my out gosh. the uh, yeah. 800 a, what number. What is it, Rob? It's 877-654-2400. That's a number you can call with any blueberry-related questions. If you just want to call the ladies and annoy them and ask them, uh, you know, what shade of blue that actually is or whatever <laughs> it may be, you go ahead and do that, and hopefully they'll have an answer for you. And if they don't, it. If they don't have an answer, get on the website, Moondogshow.com, and uh, let us know who didn't have that. Uh, That's right. Uh-huh. And we'll go give them some education. <laughs> okay. So 877 um... 654 for your blueberry matters, yes. so Charlie, awesome. Call us,
1: thank you. Yeah, yes. Have a great morning.
0: Very good show, just you and I here.
1: Yeah, we did great.
0: Yeah, for sure. I don't think we need any of those other people anymore. Well,
1: they better watch it.
0: They better. Well, maybe we'll get Hillary back in here. AJ needs to come back yeah. in. Rex needs to come in, and of course, Treat needs to come. Oh, in.
1: we have some uh, surprise guests too. So.
0: Well, all right, all right. Well, we will be back, and hopefully, we'll be talking to Doctor Max Masters on Robert's Moondog Show, the Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz, by the Blueberry Store. Robert!